Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into the show. This is Riffin Podcast. But what is Riffin? Riffin is hosted by two friends who have known each other for nearly 20 years and will cover a wide range of topics in this show. But before we begin, let's meet the hosts. Hey, I'm Tim Lebo. I'm late 20s, early 30s, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm a musician. I've put out several albums available online. My band is called Earth to Abram. I also have a book series under the same name available on Amazon.com. I've toured the country. I have a film business called Timothy Lebo Films. I also work in domestic violence, and I bring all of these experiences that I have to the table. My name is Jonathan Guyman. Most people call me John. I have almost four decades of life experience, including a wife of 13 years and two kids who are under 10 years old, ages 5 and 8 currently. I have operated a painting business for most of my working life, almost 20 years now, and host another podcast called The Joe Health Show. But otherwise, I'm mostly a boring, deep thinker. <laughs> You'll learn more about me as the show goes on. The purpose of the show is to bring our thoughts to your speakers. We talk about so many things from mental health, social media topics, news, stories, music, relationships, and so many deep topics that most people don't have time to discuss but think about often. It is our hope that you take something away from our conversations and that maybe you'll see the world just a little bit differently. Sit back and enjoy this next episode of Riffin'. Oh, what a week it has been. It has been. So I want to say congratulations. Thank you. Buying a house. Bought a house. Almost buying a house. It's, I'm close. I, it was accepted. Yeah. Offer accepted. You just need to make sure you approve of the the rules. Mm-hmm. The terms. Yes, the terms that the, you bought. It's, I guess it's officially a condo. Yeah. It's a condo. So there's rules and regulations. And if there's something in there you just don't jive with, you can get out. But mm-hmm. as long as everything's good there, you're good, man. It's yours. Mm-hmm. So take us through step by step, like each as you walk in, describe the whole place to a T for us. This is what the podcast is going to be about. Yeah, like the square footage. And 1204, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, 12, 1200. Oh, yeah, uh, 1240, I think. Yeah. No, yeah, it's like a loft, a loft type place, two bedroom, two bath, like big open rooms, perfect for like one or two people. Just what I need. Yeah. A nice starter home. Yeah. I think it's a pretty, I mean, obviously it's not a hundred percent what you are picturing, but I think after seeing some houses in my price range that I was, yeah. Yeah. Well, so this, yeah, this is the problem. Like my price range isn't very lavish and I, ideally I wanted a standalone, but the standalones in my price range are the houses that need 50 to 70 to 80 K of work. They're shitholes. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. And they're pr- super tiny in a really not great. Location. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well maybe I need to shelve my standalone once for now. Like maybe that can come in the future whenever I have a partner and we're building a family or something, maybe a standalone would make sense then. So, cause John made some really good points. Like you're a single guy, you work a lot. Maybe it makes sense to get a place like a townhouse or a condo. And I was like, you know what? That does make sense. Like mm-hmm. it's less maintenance. It's more, it's a safer bet. It's easier to just come and go. Yeah. And not have to worry about outside stuff, lawn care, snow removal, mm-hmm. chores. It's just, it's a pretty easy entry into home ownership. And yeah. And uh, like I said, it's, it's safer. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 
And so we looked around a bunch and John came along with me to a bunch of places and he was very helpful. But this one, so I put an offer on two houses and I got outbid each time. And my realtor was like, third time's a charm, third time's a charm. And I was like pretty crushed because the second house I put an offer on, I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was pretty upset about it. But I think it was the next day this one popped up on the market and I was like, I think I like this one better. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. And also the other one, even though it was nice, it was a lot bigger uh-huh. and you didn't necessarily need it. Yeah. Um, but it was bigger and it was also way past where you really, I think, yeah. wanted to spend. Yeah. Um, we, it was 10 grand over my budget. Yeah. Which you could, because Tim is a smart guy and Tim has been doing his work to save money and put stuff away. Like that was fine, but it was still like planning on spending one thing and then spending a whole lot more. On mm-hmm. your, it's kind of scary. So, yeah. And the house I found is a lot below my budget. It oh, ha- yeah. has a higher HOA, but it, whenever you factor in everything and you factor in the price of the house, it, it's fine. It's yeah. doable. And I'm really curious because it is a higher HOA. Like it, it better cover a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I talked to some people. I mean, granted, this is a different state, but we have family friends that live in um, the Outer Banks. Their HOA is that price too, but you know, granted that's like a beach town. So yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there's, I mean, they're, they're, it looks like they're full. There's a lot of people there. There's so. gotta be a reason why. Um, yeah. Especially if it covers roof, if, and even the deck. if it covers the deck, you know, which the deck needs work. So you could go with them immediately and be like, Hey, Oh, I don't think I told, I don't <laughs> think I told you this. Um, everyone listening, this well, is just exciting. Like a, All right. Yeah. It's exciting. So, they are replacing all the decks on the in the units. So they oh, wow. they did the front portion. My neighbor said, my new neighbor said, and she said they're just waiting for her to get to our side of the building oh, to nice. do those decks. Cool. So I think it's in the process. So you have a brand new deck. Yeah, it's looking awesome. that way. But anyway, so I'm stoked. I've I've lived outside of my house a bunch of times, but I've always rented with friends, and that's amazing. But I wanted to have like ownership. I wanted to start building equity. I wanted to like. Just have my own place invest, like an investment. Mm-hmm. And Mechanicsburg's a safe bet. Condos are safe bets. Like, yeah. And that's a good one too. Like I said, that you're, you could rent that out for what you're, you'd pay in your mortgage and your HOA. So mm-hmm. even if in the, you know, in three years you meet somebody and you move out, then you could turn around and rent it. Or yeah, because three years would be a tough time to get anything. You might break even if you sell it. But mm-hmm. yeah, the other thing that makes it difficult today for you is in that price range a lot of people can make cash offers on some of these places that are turning around and either flipping them or making them as rentals yes and it's such a seller's market right now because people are offering 10 and 15 over asking price 40 (laughs) the highest i've heard is 40 it's which is it's ridiculous it's Mm -hmm. and so then you didn't want to get stuck over spending for a place that mm. maybe potentially in two or three years Money is going pit. to turn into a buyer's market and you, you wouldn't be able to get anything back out of it. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah. So I think, I think if you want, from what I'm learning now in this market, if you want a standalone home, you better have 170 to 180,000 at, yeah. at least. If yeah. you want to, if you want a nice, Moving ready, standalone. And a lot of cash on hand to yes. make a nice hefty down payment because if the house doesn't appraise at the price that they're asking, well, then you're going to need a whole lot of money down because <laughs> the bank's not going to mm-hmm. you know, give you a loan for 
$180,000 for a house that's only worth 160. Yeah. Um, it's not yeah. smart on their end. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it, I think it's, after I've been thinking about it, ruminating on it, I think it's perfect. Like yeah. down the road, like I said, when I meet a girl and I'm ready to build a life with a, start thinking about family and kids and stuff, then it'd be a good time. But that's years down the road. Yeah. Well, I know you wanted a drum kit. So yeah. I got online, and as a housewarming gift, I got you a drum kit <laughs> to put in your condo. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure my, my neighbors would love that. It's a little tiny thing you put on your shelf just as a little. Oh. Uh, you know, I could probably get away with an electric drum kit. Yeah, there. I, yeah. It would be interesting if you could, like, even though you're thumping thump the bass, I wonder how much that just, like, stomping it, on the floor. I mean, if I put, if I put enough carpet down. <laughs> yeah. Like a rug over the carpet. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because I know you can soundproof walls, which you might need to do. Not on the one side of the room, but yeah. the other side that's touching touching the other neighbor. Yeah. Put some like foam and stuff like I'm that. I'm thinking of doing that. Yeah. I don't know about the floor. Like, I don't know that there's a whole lot you can do with the floor, you know, but. Well, they probably build condos with the understanding that there's going to be people. Lives. Yeah. They probably build them different than yeah, like, a, like a wall like this or right. something. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. But uh, yeah, it just all depends, and you don't you won't know until you get in there. Yeah. And you won't know because you've never lived on the first floor. So yeah, worst case scenario, you just have to ask your neighbor, like, "Hey, can you hear anything going?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be it'll be good. I mean, thankfully, I'm not playing through amps. Like, I do have a studio, but I don't turn it up loud anyway. I don't like loud music. So yeah, and anytime you probably would need to hear something at full capacity, just put my headphones you on. Put a nice set of headphones on and be able to pinpoint everything. Yeah. So. It'll be fine. Most people aren't like blaring your stuff anyway. So, no. You know. So that's been going on in my world and it's been exciting. I just found out yesterday while I was filming a wedding, my realtor texted me. She's like, you got the place. And I was like, holy crap. So yeah. should be within a month or like about a month from today, I should be moving in. Yeah. I was going to say, usually turnarounds, what, like 30 to 45 days, depending think, on how fast they want to. I think they're trying to do a quick closing. Yeah. So Yeah. Cool. If I sound all nasally, that's because we slept outside all night long, and I was you in did? front of. The, yeah, we we did a fire last night, and just my, out here. Yeah, my daughter Anne, she's been wanting to do a camp out like ever since the beginning of summer mm-hmm. when it was like ninety degrees. I'm like, no, we're not sleeping outside when it's ninety degrees out. So this was like one of the first nice weekends that it's been cold at night, you know. So did a little fire last night, cooked over the fire. Set up tents out back and slept out. Every all of us slept outside last night. One big tent? No, because mm. I thought I had a big tent, but apparently, whenever we cleaned out the crawl space like, a couple years ago, I it didn't make the cut. <laughs> um, so, so it must have had like I don't know why it didn't make the cut. Like we threw stuff out because we noticed like some mold or mildew kind of growing on some stuff down there. So we were just like, yeah, screw it, get a dumpster and a bunch of the stuff, and we just got rid of stuff that. It's just not worth hanging on to. Mm-hmm. But I think in haste, I was like, there was a bunch of stuff that I wish I maybe would have saved because mm-hmm. I've been looking for stuff. And I'm like, where is that? And I have to decide. Like, Yeah. I think I might have thrown it away. And that's one of the things. So you have two like smaller tents? So I have a like a, a two to three person tent that Emily and the kids slept in. And then I have like a single person tent that mm-hmm. I set up and I slept in. But then the tent stake for that broke. Mm. And then I was like, shoot, do I just go up to Dick's and get like a six to eight person tent and spend 150 bucks? But then I'm like, I don't really want to drive all the way up there <laughs> to get that or a, a replacement tent pole. 
So I just like duct taped my tent pole together. <laughs> I was picturing, to I was picturing just getting like a piece of wood and just hammering the wood into uh, the ground. Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking of all these different ways. Like I have a hammock that I tried to stretch between like our swing set and the tree, but mm-hmm. it's way, it was way too long. Mm-hmm. So, and I couldn't get enough tension. And anytime I did, I laid in it and I was just like squished <laughs> together. And I was like, yeah, the same thing happened. Mm-hmm. So I, so I just fixed up the tent pole that I have and, Nice. So it was nice. So like, yeah, so outside all night long in the open air and then the smoke, I'm just all like, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, whenever I had a trampoline, I used to sleep on the trampoline at yeah. night, just a sleeping bag, me and trampoline. Yeah. I don't, I thought about that, but then I was like, I would just roll to the middle of it. Yeah. If you all slept on it, you would all just yeah. pile in the middle. <laughs> but I remember I would wake up in the morning and yeah, I would have a stuffy nose. Yeah. And and wants to sleep out there again tonight. And you're like, hey. like yeah, nope. <laughs> it's it's hard. Like I'll be honest with you. Like I love the fact that they go to bed at around eight thirty, and they both stay in bed all night long, and so we can watch a little TV, and then sleep in our nice comfortable bed. And so like when you're, which is fine, but like, and I wouldn't mind camping out. But I said next time I think we need to go somewhere mm-hmm. because once we were out there, it was fine. But like knowing that your bed is inside and you're right there and you're right there. It's it was hard to actually do it mm-hmm. until we did it. We're like, OK, it wasn't so bad. You know, yeah, you, you kind of just buy into the idea like this is what tonight's going to be. But our kids are older. And if we had a little setup where we could just find a campsite somewhere, go and set up our tent, you know, and, and uh, you know, stay for the night or the weekend or something like that, I think would be kind of fun. Emily's not a big camping person mm. and I could go either way. I don't care. Yeah. If I just go on a trail run or something like that or go on a hike and mm-hmm. have a little campfire out back. So Well, and everyone's definition of camping is different. Yeah. One person might be able to pack their entire weekend supply in a backpack and then some people bring an RV and they have internet right. and they have TV and like a stove and a shower. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be kind of fun too though to bring like a little one person tent or something and then go hike a section of the AT. But like for me, it would be like a lot of the sections around here, like I would run that section that I would hike in a couple hours. Yeah. So like to go and hike a, you know, a 10 mile stretch would take me a little longer to hike and camp. So it'd be kind of weird. I might almost have to just like go to another section of the AT, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause then I don't know the trail as much. I don't know the areas and places to camp, but hmm. we'll see. I'll probably never do that. But. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, but if Anne really likes camping, that might be something that she might like to do, like her and I together, is just go on a short little hike. Yeah. Find a place to camp, have a little fire, set up a camp. Yeah. But then there's, if you do the AT, like I know people hike on the AT all the time, you know, but like, I don't know if camping in a place that's not at a, like a, like a shelter, where yeah. it's just you guys. And you don't know who's going to be coming through or whatever. But if you're at a shelter, there's like power numbers or whatever. Right. I guess it's just a mental barrier. You got to get through knowing that like <laughs> hardly anybody ever has any issues on the Appalachian Trail whatsoever. Takes, so yeah. Why then, is it you <laughs> on that one time you go is going to have any that they would attack? Whatsoever. Yeah. And who's they like that's mm-hmm. it. Who is they? Do you really think there's some psychopath just trolling the AT trying to kill? people? I mean, there was. A long time ago. There was? I think so. A long time ago. But oh like, 
There is a lady, and all I'm going to say is a lady that I see around here. Um, I've seen her on the trail mm-hmm. multiple times, and I've seen her walking the roads multiple times around here. And I'm assuming she's homeless. Um, but like the one time we were on the trail and like I was walking past, she was talking to somebody else. And then I was walking up with the kids and she said something to the kids or she may have even like touched their hand. And I was like, get your fucking hands off my kids. You said that? Yeah. Oh, because wow. she's creeping me out because yeah. I'd seen her before on the trail. And I'm just like, get your fucking hands off my kids. And I said, let's go, guys. And she was like, whoa, I'm, I'm really sorry. And I'm like, that. And that is care. that is I, I don't care if you're sorry. Like, yeah, you don't touch some random person's kids. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, let's move let's move along here. So I mean I think if if she's sane, that's might have set a tone. Like mm-hmm. don't like you, you you know, when I know you're living out here somewhere and I just I just don't know. I'm sure it's probably fine, but no, it's, you know, but yeah, you, you, I, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's weird. It's awkward. I've so, seen enough horror and, movies to know. And get off my fucking lawn, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen enough horror movies to know that that lady comes in and then she takes a bite out of your kid's neck, and then your kid turns into a zombie, uh, and then your kid, that, and then your kid attacks you, and <laughs> but still, it's just yeah, on on one hand, I'm like, gosh, she probably is homeless and just wanders the trails and the roads around here and has found a place and. She's just probably harmless, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like, hey, if you're harmless, you want to fly under the radar, you know, and you don't want to be doing stuff like that, you know, and, mm-hmm. and um, but anyway, yeah, I'm tired. Me too. Dude. <laughs> like my, my aura ring, my sleep tracker says I had okay night sleep. Okay. <laughs> it was okay. You know, it wasn't your best, but man, I do feel like, man, I could take a nap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to make. Sundays, my days where I don't do anything, and yeah. here we are doing riffing. But this isn't really doing. Yeah, it's like it's just talking. But yeah. I'm trying to make Sundays my day where I don't like do emails. I'm not editing. I'm not thinking about my business. I'm just you taking the day off. Yeah, taking the day off. Yeah, because yeah. I don't. I don't take days off, man. I mean, I I rarely because you know I work four days a week at the shelter, but that's forty hours a week. Then the other three days I'm editing video or I'm at shoots or I'm doing emails and yeah, so tomorrow slash today is Labor Day. Yeah. I'm working Labor Day because I got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I got- and why not work on Labor Day? Because that's what labor is all about. Right. Laboring. Why yeah. we take off work on Labor Day? Take off next day, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's keep this a short one. But for all you people out there who are trying to capitalize on this low interest rate that's happening in the market right now, because I know everyone is either trying to sell their house or trying to buy a house right now. Like, um, good luck. <laughs> yeah. So let's chat about that for a minute. We bought this house. I think our mortgage was like one sixty five, one seventy, something like that, um, in two thousand fourteen. So we were down to, uh, in 2019, five years later, we had our principal amount down 20%. It's amazing. So we had like 80%. So like we didn't have, if you have to pay like a, a, a PMI, like a mortgage insurance or something. If you put less than 20% down on a house. You put less than 20% down, right. Yeah. So, um, so we got down below that point. So we refinanced to um, get rid of that. So we refinanced to a 20-year mortgage, right? 20 years. So we, so we eliminated four years from our mortgage, right? Four years of paying. Our interest rate was still 4.75 and we were only paying, we're paying like $1,000, $1,020 a month, something like that. So our payment went down 
and we've reduced four years of our insur- of our mortgage payments. So there's a thousand. Let's just say a thousand dollars a month for four years. You know that's like um, twelve to forty eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So by refinancing to get rid of that mortgage insurance, we saved forty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> right? That's crazy. If we would make the minimum monthly payments throughout. So so we found out this year. Like okay, so it's you know rates are really low right now. So we have like nineteen years left on our loan now and. It's our payments, like one, like I said, one thousand and twenty or something like that. It's it's cheap, and uh, so we're, we refinanced to a fifteen year loan. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're refinancing again. I just got the estimate back this week. We're refinancing again to a fifteen year loan at two point seven five percent, dude, which is really low. Our monthly payments going to only be it's only going to jump like fifty bucks. Yeah, but right? that's insane. So we're saving now. Our monthly payment only jumped for. For, for like 50 bucks, but we reduced another four years. We shaved another four years off. So imagine um, paying an additional four years at what we were paying. Again, that's another like 50 grand. Jeez. So by refinancing twice now, we've gonna, we're going to save a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, I might say like, that's, that's, that's crazy that those little interest points, like it makes add sense. up. I know. You know, and as insurance add up. So now, now it's nice because I was thinking about like, hey, we'll just pay the house off. Like we'll just dump a bunch of money, pay the house off in five or six years. There's not really a whole lot of pressure to do that with a really low interest rate. We still could, but there's not as much pressure to yeah. do that because we've already saved a bunch of money, you know. So mm. uh, I would, it would be interesting to figure out if we did pay it off in five years. Like how much would it looking at the amortization schedule for the 15 year, seeing how much total we would pay if we made minimum payments for the next 15 years Mm -hmm. versus what if I tripled up principal payments every month Mm -hmm. and paid it off in five years? Yeah. Like how much money would we save then? That would be interesting to look at and know that potentially we could have saved $150,000 on a mortgage. So it just goes to show like, just pay extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have extra, just pay pay extra. You That's know? my plan. My plan is to add to my principal every mm-hmm. every month. I mean, you, even if it's only like a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. even if it's rounding up from if your payment's nine fifty, rounding up fifty bucks mm-hmm. and just putting an extra fifty dollars on principal, it does add up in yeah. the long run. So, so yeah. yeah. So I mean, hopefully in a month or two, probably a month and a half by the time I get my house set up and stuff. But yeah. we'll be. Doing riffing multiple locations. Yeah. Some John, some of mine. That's probably a really good thing about you moving out of your mom's is when you get the keys, you can go in and you can take your time. Yeah. There's no rush to get everything moved in. So if you did want to do a little bit of painting, if you wanted to get estimates on flooring, you know, or things like that. I mean, it really doesn't, it doesn't need anything. The only thing I think I would do, and this might be in the future, is just new kitchen counters. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad right now, but like new counters in that place would look really sweet. Like that would really set off the kitchen, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe doing just like a couple little accent walls or something like that. Yeah. Um, Well, I kind of want, I kind of want to paint it just because I'll pay you. (laughs) I'll pay you. But um, no, we can have a party or something. A paint party. (laughs) But uh, no, right now what I'm thinking of is like, I want to know the dimensions of my door frames and my floor because I want to know, so you know what yeah. kind of furniture I can get. Dude, furniture is expensive. We've been down this road before. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, man. 
over time, piecemealing it. You're going to have folding chairs, a folding table. <laughs> I'm just going to eat Indian style on the floor. Dude, those, the chairs that go in those bags there that are outside. They're comfy. They're comfy. They were like 40 bucks. Just put a bunch of them in. <laughs> yeah. I have a girl over and I just have lawn chairs. you be like, hey, I've bought a house for you. So <laughs> yeah, listen, right? if you want furniture, you're going to have to bring it. <laughs> Give me a break. Bring your own furniture. But uh, all right. Well, let's wrap it up. So hope everyone's having a great week. And we will see you back next week on Riffin.